pass rush is going to be really interesting in this game. A&M drops back a lot. A&M's got, you know, Connor Wayman's been under pressure a lot. He's done well given the circumstances for sure. Um, that's something where you want to kind of get after him and cause him to make some mistakes because you know, he's still not a quarterback that has a gigantic amount of experience to his name. Um, he is a, he is a sophomore. Last season he um, played in, in five games, played well, but played, played in just five games. Had two picks against Miami, threw the ball 53 times in that game, completed less than 60% of his passes, um, 6.3 yards per attempt, two touchdowns, two picks. You may look at that and say, wow, 336 yards. He threw a lot against Miami. When you throw the ball 53 times, I mean, 6.3 yards per attempt and two picks is is in less than 60%. That's a great game for your defense just because, I mean, you're going to give up some yards, you know, as much as, you, as much as the team throws it like that. Auburn needs to have a similar kind of game where those benchmarks that Miami set, those would be good ones. If you could keep Weigman – 60% or below. If you could keep him seven, six, less than that uh, yards per attempt. If you can force turnovers, if you can get some interceptions here, if you can sack him. Here's the interesting thing about that, that game. Go back and look at the Miami game. Zero official sacks for Miami, but they had like, I can't remember what the the, the number was off the top of my head. Is it 10 plus uh, hurries? Is it some, something like that? It was 30. Uh, PFF had him down for 37 pressures on 57 dropbacks. Now, Ooh. you can have multiple pressures on the same play. If two guys go after a quarterback, that, that counts for both of them, right? You can share sacks, you can share pressures. But, like, a good chunk of those were affected. And for Auburn, how do they do, do that? Does a healthy Jalen McLeod make that much of a difference? It could. Could playing Keldrick Falkmore play, make some more of that difference? Sure. I thought. Marcus Marcus Harris and Lawrence Johnson have done some really good pass rushing moves, you know, in, in this early stretch of the year. Um, this might not be a game where you see Jason Jones and Justin Rogers quite as much because you might not need you might not need the the, the big uh, nose tackles in a game where you feel like A and M's going to throw the ball a ton, uh, especially on the later downs. You combine all that with the fact that Ron Roberts has done a really good job of being timely with his blitzes and his pressures. He is a guy that. If you go back, the Sims, the Creepers, all that, he'll rush four but make it look a little different. If I rush four by dropping somebody and sending a linebacker, sending a safety, confusing that offensive line, confusing that quarterback, he's going to have to dig in, the, in his bag of tricks for this one because I don't think Auburn's defensive front is ready quite yet to <clears throat> win rushing four. This is not a Kevin Steele type of defensive front. This is going to be a little bit more of a creative – uh, gambling, risk taking, but I do think the good the good thing that Ron Roberts has done so far is that Auburn's been very effective with their blitzes without going haywire with them. Like it's not like Auburn is blitzing every single down. Um, you know they're not they haven't turned into Todd Grantham all of a sudden. Like it, it has been timely, and he's going to have to really do a good job of that in this game and and kind of tap into what's made him such a um, influential and highly respected you know defensive coordinator. I guess the the one thing I wonder, Justin, about that analysis is how much of A&M's game plan was disrupted by the way Miami was scoring. Because Miami had five touchdowns, the Van Dyke kid had an incredible game, and they were scoring on – I mean, they put the pressure on in the second half. I wonder if A&M wanted to run the ball more against Miami, but the score necessitated that they had to air it out. Because I'm thinking they – they I think they're going to test Auburn up the middle, and Auburn might need Jason Jones and Justin Rogers 
to stop that before. Now, if Auburn can score the way Miami did, maybe, maybe <laughs> if A&M Auburn can gets... score the way Miami did, you'll you'll be super happy with that, even at a loss. I would think. I would think that would represent real progress. And and I want a, a brief aside about that for Auburn folks who you know want to stay optimistic, even if Auburn struggles in these next couple of games. A and M hosted Miami last year in Mario Cristobal's first year, and Miami scored nine points in that game. And Cristobal kept recruiting and turned the roster over some more and made some changes offensively and had a quarterback who gained some confidence in playing time. And a year later, they were scoring at will in the second half. Against Van Dyke threw for five touchdowns in that game. Yeah, so, so the, the, the drastic difference in the Miami program year one against A&M for Cristobal and year two against A&M for Cristobal, that's something for Auburn folks mm-hmm. to, to think about regardless of what happens on Saturday. If Auburn can win this game, they're, I mean, they're, they're so far ahead of schedule for year one under Hugh Freeze, and it's going to be a shockwave for folks in College Station, uh, l- largely because you know it, it does seem like A&M's got some crucial some 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 crucial advantages on the roster and i think one of them is feeling like they're going to be able to run the ball against auburn's front seven real quick a&m 29 rush attempts against new mexico 29 against miami 33 against ulm so kind of a a standard throughout now they did not run as many plays against new mexico and louisiana monroe because they didn't have to they were having like four or five play drives throwing it deep so i do think that even in the best of circumstances this A&M team leans more towards the pass than they do the run. Maybe they'll want to run a little bit more, but they have been more passing than running every game they've played this year, and it was heavily so in that game against A&M. Dan, you bring up a good point. Think of a scenario here where Auburn wins this game on Saturday, where Auburn wins this game and they beat Texas A&M however way they can get it. But in the first opportunity to pull off an upset, they get it. What would that communicate to you about where this program is, where this team is? Because I think we're both under the same kind of mindset is that it's going to be tough for Auburn to win some of these games against these really talented teams this year. And and, and progress might not be running the table or pulling off a ton of upsets. But if you could get one early... No, no, I, I agree. A road upset, you know, a road conference win is, is nothing to sneeze at against anybody. A&M was a preseason top 25 team, even if some folks questioned it based on the results they had from last season. But but I think – and if if it if it's the beginning of a 4-8 and eight or 5-7 and seven season for A&M, maybe the loss will lose – the win will lose some luster over time. But, no, I think it's – you know, I just keep thinking back to the roster that Hugh Freeze inherited – Right, like to to take that team and go on the road and and pull off a four and zero start, and and you're looking at bowl eligibility and some other things. Like you know, granted, I, I think some of it might depend on how the game plays out, but I would think for the most part, it's like Auburn is ahead of schedule versus where I thought they would be in December when when Hugh Freeze took over. Yeah, if they win, period. No matter how it looks like, well, you're ahead I, of schedule if you win this Yeah, game. no, well, I would say at the moment, Auburn appears to be ahead of schedule Sure. no matter what. And I think the next four games can tell you how ahead of schedule 
Auburn is, and and the A&M game is, I mean, we looked into it, Justin. This is, I mean, no one in the country is playing four straight in the regular season against four teams that were in the AP preseason top 25, except Auburn, and they're doing it starting Saturday against A&M. And yeah, I think we get a we get a taste of how how ahead of schedule uh, this program is versus where we thought they'd be uh, a couple of months ago. All right, let's slide over to the offensive side of the ball because we just talked about how this is going to be really big through the air uh, for. Oh, all... hey, sorry, what, one more. Sorry, false start on the on the defense. Sure. I don't think we mentioned Cam Riley. Defense can't first, get false starts. But first, yeah. first, first, first uh, career sack Saturday night, which is crazy to think. Oh wow! That, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. yeah, that was in the, that was in the email from from the university uh, after the game. Cam Riley got his first career sack against Samford. Maybe if a, especially if A and M's going to go pass happy, maybe you think of Cam Riley as a guy who could be unleashed as a Jason Caldwell is convinced. He's made this point on the drive before. It reminds me of the way people used to talk about T D Moultrie, where he's he's. You know, miscast would almost be the word as an inside linebacker. He's not a read and react player. He's he's a go get the quarterback. Uh, you know, so, sort of uh, the, the aggressive uh, outside linebacker type. And I wonder if we see Cam Riley, especially with the production they're getting from uh, from Asante and Nixon. And we saw more. And we saw more Wesley Steiner uh, in in the uh, in the second half. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if we. I don't know if he's going to be. Uh, early on the call against A&M, unless Auburn has to get in. I think the depth is going to be crucial sure. in that front seven. But Cam Riley would be another player to mention, I think, if Auburn's going to be attacking the quarterback, maybe maybe this is a chance for Cam Riley to make an impact. Donovan Kaufman has also been one of their best blitzers this year. Having him back would be really, really big for sure. Wanted to shout out Riley's first career sack, though, because I think that's yeah, pretty that's cool. A, for, that's for a, a wild, that's yeah, a wild for, step. For a guy we've been watching for a while. All right, on offense, we just talked about how the passing game is going to be big in this one. I, I personally think the passing game is going to be big on Auburn's side as well. I'm not saying go in there and don't run the ball. I think Auburn wants to be balanced. On what they, they want to have balance. I think they want uh, to be able to run the ball a lot better with their running backs than they did against um, Sanford. Uh, maybe if Camp Stutz can stay out there the whole game, the freeze made it sound like he feels like you know he's kind of the key playmaker for them or you know kind of – Tone setter, I should say, is a better word for an offensive lineman uh, when it comes to the running game. But to me, it's the passing game that makes a ton of sense in this one. If you look back to the Texas A&M, Texas A&M's games this season so far, after struggling with run defense last year, they've been pretty good. Uh, New Mexico couldn't run for anything. Uh, Louisiana Monroe only had a little bit of success last week. Miami hardly ran uh, well at all. 24 carries for 77 yards in that game. Passing, on the other hand, is where things get different for this A&M defense, especially in the secondary, uh, where they've got some question marks. Now, New Mexico, Louisiana Monroe, not as not as big of weapons there, although I will make one note about New Mexico here in a moment. Miami, Tyler Van Dyke, 21-30, 374 yards, five touchdowns. Insane line. I'm not saying Peyton Thorne has to go do that uh, in order for Auburn to win this game. There were some special teams and defensive um, moments, scores, and stuff like that in that in that A and M Miami game that that changed things. Auburn would definitely take all of those. The way to beating this A and M team to me seems to be 